The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea is officially out of the UEFA Champions League. You know, I got to be honest with you, Chelsea may, their title reign may be over, but I swear to you, there is no reason for me not to praise Chelsea based on how they played both legs against Real Madrid because not in one instant, despite the fact they found their advantages taken away, never did Chelsea give up. Not one bit. I never saw a moment where they took their foot off the gas pedal, despite the fact that how much of a thriller Game 2 was, the fact that Chelsea got it all back, and then it was all it, 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 was, it was taken from them when Real Madrid finally put, produced a goal late in the game, and then in extra time, Chelsea never, ever gave up. Never. Had they given up? Real Madrid would have scored more goals, I will assure you of that. There is no way that Real Madrid could not have scored if Chelsea, you know, without Chelsea giving up. Real Madrid was tested every single second, not only of Game 2, but Real Madrid was tested every single second of the quarterfinals clash. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea gave Real Madrid everything they had in both games. And quite frankly, we did not see what we wanted to see in these particular games, but I prefer to use the term expected. The the series, games one and two overall, this whole you know, quarterfinals clash, you know, it's it's nothing but a classic thriller. We saw what we expected. We expected Chelsea to challenge Real Madrid. We expected Real Madrid to, to challenge Chelsea. And ladies and gentlemen, we got exactly what we knew we were gonna see. Our expectations were well fulfilled, well exceeded. Honestly, the psychology of the game was just absolutely brilliant because watching both games, every single second of them, which I did, you could easily see the fact that both teams deliberately got into each other's heads, but that is what it, if that's what it takes to win the game, you do it. Both teams were willing to do exactly what needed to be done to win the game, and they did. Unfortunately for Chelsea... They did not pull through. But again, I'm not going to take anything away from Chelsea. 
I don't care that you know that they were they were about ten minutes away from eliminating Real Madrid coming from behind, and then they then they they just coughed it all up. Perhaps it it, it does look that way. It does. They did in fact cough it up when Rodrigo, you know, scored a beautiful goal off of a Real Madrid counterattack. Okay, but I don't want to take I think take anything away from Chelsea. Chelsea just, I'm telling you, from both games, especially in game two, immediately from the get go. Chelsea just started controlling, running up and down the field in good ball possessioning, just immediately threatening to score. Chelsea was in high gear as soon, you know, even before the freaking opening whistle was blown. Chelsea came with their guns loaded and at full strength in both games, okay? And they were basically at full strength and guns loaded the entire time despite falling behind, okay? Because I said this, you know, when I recapped game one. You know, I don't. You know, even though Chelsea was down three to one, they could have felt like, ah, screw this, we'll just come back next year. No, Chelsea kept threatening. They kept inflicting immense and excruciating pressure on Real Madrid. Now, Real Madrid, despite that, we give this is where Real Madrid gets credit. Okay, despite the overwhelming and excruciating pressure that was put upon them by Chelsea. They still played defense. They still held on. They too did not give up. Okay? One of the main keys on this entire series is that both teams refused to go down without a fight. That is a given. You cannot ignore that. And when you appreciate and love soccer the way I do, anybody who truly appreciates and loves the game, who fully understands the game, knows exactly what I am talking about. We saw the psychology. We saw the team chemistry. We saw the winning mentalities from both teams. Now, Chelsea probably didn't get the job done, but they were playing as though they were fully dedicated and committed to winning the game. Chelsea were defending their title. They did not want their title defense to be ended on embarrassing terms, and God damn it, it was not, em- it was not ended on bad terms. Chelsea went down swinging. Okay? Again... I can't say it enough, and I can't stress it enough. Chelsea never gave up. That is the ultimate thing we have to say, because it's the truth. They never gave up. Never. Even in extra time of Game 2, when Kareem Benzema finally, 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 finally was able to score, Chelsea kept going. They did not stop. They said, damn it. We're down, now we're down again. Because now it was then it was 5-4 to four in aggregate. With Real Madrid in the advantage. Chelsea kept doing it. And they had plenty of time to do it. They did their best. They just could not get it done. So therefore. While the two, the two main things about Chelsea. Is they never quit. And another thing is. They were unlucky. And unlucky. It's not that it's fair to say they were unlucky. It is fair to say that. But the truth is. It's it's the correct thing to say. Because they were unlucky. Again. In the first leg. After they were down 3-1. After. The, uh, a courtesy when Kareem Benzema scored that hat trick when Edouard Mendy and Tony Rudiger both made crucial fatal errors. Real, uh, Chelsea just immediately just fully kicked in the in, in the higher gear than they were before, missing at least six golden opportunities to score. Okay, that's the unlucky part because Chelsea their scoring chances were absolutely superb. Okay, at least four of those those six chances those should have been. Goals, okay? It's just unfortunate they were unlucky because Thibaut Courtois, you know, just, you know, all of a sudden, you know, being the goalkeeper that we, he can be every now and then, 
or you know more often you know more often than we think he just makes saves left and right. Thibaut Courtois had another moment that we saw back in 2018 in the semifinals World Cup clash between France and Belgium. Okay, not only that, but Real Madrid's defense was solid. They were clearing the ball. They were blocking the shots. Okay, but still those. Those scoring chances that Chelsea had, they were 100% pure gold and legitimate, okay? In other words, had Chelsea been more fortunate, they would have been goals, okay? And there was at least six opportunities, and those four would have been good. And Chelsea was, was down 3-1, so four of those goals have, had gone. Chelsea would have won the first, like, 5-3 to three at the very least, okay? So honestly, Chelsea was unlucky. Okay, but I'm not saying that Real Madrid was lucky that those shots didn't go in. Real Madrid was were, they were doing their jobs. They were focused. They had a winning mentality. They were resilient. So Real Madrid was doing their job. Chelsea was doing their job to the best of their ability, but they just could not score. Okay, but still, the fact that they just kept threatening and threatening and threatening and threatening proves that they did not let up. They took. They did not take their foot off the gas pedal. They did not quit. And neither did Real Madrid because Real Madrid kept playing solid defense despite the fact that, again, the second half, that second leg, excruciating and super overwhelming pressure was put on their shoulders, but Real Madrid got it done. Again, the game, that game went, ex- went as expected. Both teams were going to fight tooth and nail every single second of the game, and that's what we saw in the, in the first leg. Second leg started off different because Chelsea, again, it was immediately in high gear. Real Madrid was just being overwhelmed, you know, not being able to produce much on, on the attack. You know, Chelsea still, you know, immediately threatening immediately, but still not, not being able to score. But, you know, when Chelsea took the, made it 1-0, you know, what was 3-1 on aggregate was now 3-2. And then early in the, in, the, in the second half, I believe, you know, when Tony Rudiger, you know, scored and, and made it, th- th- tied it a... Uh, Tied it all on aggregate in the 51st minute. Yeah, six minutes in the second half. It was 3-3 three to three on aggregate. Now we are still, going back to the fact that we were we were seeing what we truly expected. It was anybody's game. And the fact that Real Madrid was just not being able to score and, and not even be able to even so much create scoring chances, I thought for a second that Real Madrid was going to fall apart and they were going to be humiliated at home courtesy of Chelsea but that did not happen, but it almost did. It almost did. Now, the second goal was somehow controversial because the corner that Chelsea was given... I have not looked at the replay enough. I only saw it when I saw the game, so I don't want to rule it as it shouldn't have happened. Okay? Based on how the game ended, the fact that Real Madrid came back and won, it it does not, ma- it does not matter anymore, quite frankly. It does not matter. Okay? Okay. Not that I say that we shouldn't talk about it in the future, but the bottom line is the fact that Real Madrid won, you know, we should forget about it, okay? It doesn't matter anymore. Because it, it, did, it did Chelsea favors then, but overall, at the end of the day, it did not do Chelsea any favors at all when it was all said and done. So for the time being, it did Chelsea a favor, but, but overall, not so much. Not so much. So it looked at a point where Chelsea supposedly made it 3-0, but the goal was taken away... I'm not sure what it was for. I believe it was probably a handball. I'm not sure. Oh, and by the way, the first goal of the game, the 15th minute by Mason Mount, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. You know, I, I sort of got... Didn't Mason Mount have a have that goal in the, in the opening, in, in the first 
excuse me, the first leg of the game when I had a hiccup, so. Y'all can tell the adrenaline, the excitement. It's in, you know, it's it's in my head, y'all. It was okay. No, it was Kai Havertz who scored that that goal in the first one, but still, both goals were absolute beautiful golazos. So, so I'm not gonna take anything away from Mr. Mount. Not gonna th take anything away from Kai Havertz, but oh boy. But but going back to it, um, so it would have been three nothing, but the goal was taken away. You know, and I was watching the game with my dad. And my dad said, "Well, Real Madrid is now very fortunate and." And Chelsea's, is, 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 and then basically we got to see how how unlucky Chelsea is. I'm like, yeah, but that goal should not have counted because it was supposedly a handball. But but I told my dad, fine, the goal, the, this goal doesn't count. But Chelsea is Chelsea has the advantage. It's three three on aggregate now. Chelsea scored two unanswered runs. Chelsea's been dominating the whole entire game. Okay, leg number two. Not uh, as much credit as, as as I give Real Madrid for their resiliency and, and you know and coming from behind. It was Chelsea. It would be Chelsea was just truly, truly dominant. Like I said, you know both games dominant the entire time. And Chelsea coming this game, they were mad. They were hungry because they were embarrassed at home. They wanted to make things right, and that that's what we solely expected them. That's why they were fighting tooth and nail. They were immediately taking control and screening scoring chances. And again. Inflicting heavy, overwhelming, and excruciating pressure on Real Madrid, and they did. Okay, and Real Madrid was so overwhelmed they could barely even create scoring chances of their own. Now they were maintaining a respectable amount of ball possession, but still, Chelsea was all over them. Whether it was on the on the attack or on the defensive side of the ball, it was Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea for most of the second leg. Okay, some say it was Chelsea the whole entire game. But, the, but, the, but the, that takes that takes Real Madrid's credit away, okay? What was what was a, a three nothing lead for Chelsea? Two unanswered goals gave Real Madrid allowed Real Madrid to advance again. It was three one on aggregate in Real Madrid's favor before the second leg, okay? So when it was three nothing for Chelsea, it was four to three, okay? And then two to three, that makes it five to four on aggregate, and that's Real Madrid. So that's just how amazing how the aggregate thing works. So Chelsea did win game two, three to two, but you know it wasn't enough because it was five to four on aggregate. I mean that's the beauty of playing two separate legs in these particular knockout games. It's what makes the Champions League so interesting. But anyway, but Timo Werner scored the way he scored. You know you would have thought that. You know we all thought that he took too long. He delayed it. He didn't get the ball off in time, but he just found a way to get the ball into the back of the net. It is 3-0 Chelsea with 15 minutes to go, and you are thinking, I was honestly thinking, there is absolutely no way in hell that Los Blancos can recover from this, and there's just, and, and, which means Chelsea has, has done it. I didn't want to give up yet, but it, it looked because the, again the fact that Chelsea was never let up the entire game, right from the opening whistle of the second leg, they were dominating. Again, they inflicted that heavy, overwhelming, and excruciating pressure on Real Madrid. Okay, and they were going to keep doing that. So I thought there was no way if Real Madrid could not survive, could not handle it throughout this entire game. What what makes me think they're going to be able to handle it with fifteen minutes with fifteen minutes to go, and now they're trailing on aggregate. But five minutes later, five minutes later, on a Real Madrid counterattack, Real Madrid finally, finally, finally finds the back of the net. I believe Marcelo 
stopped, uh, uh, intercepted a pass, immediately th immediately kicked the ball towards Luka Modric, who made the pass to Rodrigo on a beautiful run attack, and boom, Eduard Mendy never even had a chance. Eduard Mendy never had a chance. Again, as amazing and as dominant in the fact that Eduard Mendy is the best in the world, he's not perfect. Even he will be in a, in a disadvantage where he had no chance in hell. And I'll be honest, it does actually kind of hurt me because I, I truly admire Edouard Mendy. But again, he's not perfect, okay? Now, we could say it was a mistake on Chelsea's part. I mean, Chelsea, that counterattack was just so pure. And Real Madrid got it done so fast that Chelsea didn't have enough time to regroup on defense. But then again, you know, Real Madrid did their job, okay? Their, their job is to be ahead of their opponent, you know, steps ahead when it comes to attack. Real Madrid did just that. So, Rodrigo scores. It's 4-4 four to four on aggregate. Okay, but then I saw. I think Chelsea after that had at least three chances, three chances to actually somehow put, produce one more goal that would have probably sealed the deal in their favor. Real Madrid would have been on their way out, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So off we go to extra time. Now I'm thinking. Well, both teams are under that overwhelming and excruciating pressure now. But I would say that Chelsea's got to be under more pressure because they were just ten. They were ten minutes away from getting it done, and they cough it. They cough up that goal. You know, probably not at the worst time, but with, 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 with in the 80th minute, I mean, hey, that's still considered. You know, that part of the game, it's it's not good. So I, I told myself, well, Chelsea's now under pressure. But here's the deal: Chelsea has been known to defy the odds, despite being in what I've been liking to call. Overwhelming, uh, overwhelming, heavy, excruciating pressure. So Chelsea really still could have pulled it off. <coughs> Excuse me, but then again, so could Real Madrid. So I said to myself, well, here's the deal. If Real Madrid does not get to work, if they don't immediately get to work in this extra time, if they let Chelsea do what they did when they're starting this game, just take control, be overwhelmed like that, Real Madrid might falter again. But Real Madrid didn't do that. Because in the 96th minute, Kareem Benzema finally did it. Made it 3-2. And then the advantage was it was, was to Real Madrid. But Chelsea, there you go. Once again, this is why I praise him as never quitting. They just, they just just like in the, in the first leg. After that embarrassing goal, you know, when Tony Rudiger and, and Eduardo Mendy, you know, that lack of communication, the miscommunication, whatever. After Kareem Benzema's goal, Chelsea just what, kicked back into a higher gear. And then started threatening again, and then Real Madrid, like the same thing. Resilient, you know, Thibaut Courtois doing his best, and boom. Again, the whole entire series, both games combined, this whole overall, the quarterfinals clash between Real Madrid and Chelsea, a classic thriller. It was a thriller because advantage after advantage traded off, okay? Going to the second leg, Chelsea 3-1 to one aggregate de deficit, Okay, and then with t with with ten minutes left, what was th three to one at Chelsea's disadvantage is four to three to their advantage, and it's and it's to the, dis the disadvantage now shifts to is officially on Real Madrid's side, but Real Madrid Real Madrid makes it four nothing, and it's four to four in aggregate. It it just immediately out of nowhere, the advantage goes from one team to the other. That's a it, that's why I call it a thriller. Because you just didn't, you just didn't know what, what what could have happened next, you know what else could have happened. You never know. It was the mystery. 
But that's what we love about the game of soccer is to expect the unexpected. Okay? And that's what we saw not only in game two, but that's what we saw in the, in the overall quarterfinals class between Real Madrid and, and Chelsea. So I'm super grateful for it. I saw so- I watched the kind of soccer that I love to watch more than anything. <coughs> Both teams never giving up. Because, again, you know, again, the second leg, three to one aggregate advantage to Real Madrid. And, and nobody had ever, you know, and, and for, well, and for Chelsea to think that they had any chance of coming back from being down three to one and doing it in, in the Spanish capital, nobody would have thought that. They thought that it was all over for Chelsea. But Chelsea defied the odds somehow. They still put up a fight. At one point, they had the lead, the aggregate lead. They somehow got it. They went from being down three to one on aggregate to being up four to three. But then Real Madrid scores two unanswered, and it goes right back to them. That's why it's a thriller. So one more time, three to one beginning of the game, with ten minutes left, it's four to three. But it's the tides are diverse. One went from three to one, it's four to three with ten minutes left. But then it go it, it, with ten minutes left, it's four to four. Okay, and then early in the extra time, it's five to four, and Real Madrid holds on. Now you see how much of a thriller, a th- like like a classic thriller film. It's it's so intensifying. It's like a roller coaster. You you get it if if you if you understand if you if you're listening right now, you know what I'm saying. If you appreciate soccer and know the game like the way I do, the way you watch it, you know that this the best way to describe this whole clash in the quarterfinals and both legs combined. It was all a thriller, a classic, immense thriller, like a film, a thriller film, and that's exactly it. A classic thriller that. You are just into it. You don't even want to get out of your seat. You want to see what the hell's happening next. But at the same time, you're asking what the hell can happen next. I tell you what. Watching both games just, you know, it, it didn't just have me excited to have brilliant content for my show. But, you know, but again, we saw what we expected. And and I don't give a damn that Chelsea lost. Their title reign is over. But Chelsea defended the title to the best of their ability and and here's what we have to we have and I give credit to Chelsea and Real Madrid both teams deserve massive praise for how they played you know at the end of the day both teams you know shaking you know shaking hands and really kind of telling each other you're you're a, you're a worthy opponent you know congrats i mean that that's this one of those games where both teams are they're just going to show respect to one another because neither team gave up despite the fact that again overwhelming heavy and excruciating pressure mounted on the shoulders of both teams at one point they both Manage to to stay in the game, so there's nothing we can take away from Chelsea nor Real Madrid. So from that, Chelsea never gave up, but neither did Real Madrid. Chelsea coming down from a three-one aggregate lead to make it four to three, even though they unfortunately blew that. Still, going down from three to one to make it four to three, that cannot be ignored. So, massive props to Chelsea, massive props to Real Madrid. Just one hell. Of a freaking quarterfinals clash, quite frankly, this quarterfinals clash and this is it's gonna it's gonna be talked about. It's it's not gonna be forgotten, folks. I can tell you that right now. But uh, so I'm uh, so I so a couple more facts. Well, I was honestly happy to see my boy Eddie Camavinga come in the game. You know, relieved uh, Tony Cruz, and you know how 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 funny it is that once again, not long after Eduardo Camavinga comes into the game, Real Madrid. The, the, the fortunes turn around. Real Madrid, not long after, scores the goal. <laughs> now, Kamavinga didn't have the assists or anything like that, but Kamavinga did make some passes, did play some defense. So Kamavinga did play a, did play a role. <laughs> so we can't take anything, anything away from my boy, Eddie Kamavinga. But 
you know, at the same time, you know, I'm happy for my boys Kamavinga and Benzema, but my heart does hurt for my other my other guys, you know, Christian Pulisic and N'Golo Kanté, and of course Edouard Mendy. But, but like I said, you know, the 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 this whole thing not for nothing. I mean, Chelsea has nothing to be ashamed of. Again, they played to the best of their ability. Unfortunately, it was not enough. But honestly, they were just unlucky. But at the same time, Real Madrid did their job. They were resilient too. Okay, so even though that Real Chelsea was a bit unlucky, we might say that Real Madrid was lucky in some ways. But at the same time, here's the deal: maybe Real Madrid was lucky. But guess what? They made their own luck. It was not luck given to them by the referee. It was luck that they made on their own. Now, I understand that the referee... I, I don't know if there was a bit of controversy. I mean, I, I could have sworn that Thomas Tuch, uh, Tuchel said something like that. I, again, I don't want to confirm. You know, There's, there's all these uh, freaking reports. Okay, well, yeah, ESPN, so... Thomas Tuchel blasted the referee's lack of courage after Real Madrid. So I'm going to actually take a look at that. So ESPN did that story. And, you know, you know the fact that, you know, Thomas Tuchel, <laughs> the fact that PSG fired that man. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's, the, there's the arrogance about PSG uh, that, I'm always, that I'm always talking about. <laughs> you know, they, fire, they fired Thomas Tuchel because they wouldn't let him do his job his way. He goes to Chelsea, who was a, a struggling and had, you know, nothing going on. He turns that team around. He wants the Champions League. Okay. <laughs> See, Thomas Tuchel was not the problem at PSG. It was not Thomas Tuchel. And again, I hope I'm saying okay. I keep forgetting if it's Tuchel or Tuchel, and I feel I feel horrible. But but according to ESPN, James Oli, a senior a senior writer for ESPN FC, Thomas Tuchel lashed out at referee Simon Marciniak for quote laughing and smiling with Real Madrid coach. Carlo Ancelotti after Chelsea was knocked out of the tournament. The question whether the officials had the, quote, courage to make the key calls against the La Liga Giants. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Look, with the way that Chelsea had their opportunities and their golden scoring opportunities, that goals that, that, you know, that, that, that that should have resulted in goals, look, again, Real Madrid's defense was resilient and solid, and Thibaut Courtois was making the saves. So if you want, so the fact that Chelsea was unlucky, and that if Real Madrid, if we have, if, if we were to fully declare that Real Madrid was lucky, well then you know what we can't. If we're gonna say that Real Madrid got lucky, fine. But Real Madrid got lucky by making their own luck. That means they did it. They they did their jobs. Okay. So when you do your job, you make your own luck, especially at the expense because because another team is just unlucky to to be able to capitalize on their golden opportunities. So again, you can't take anything away from Real Madrid. As much as you can't take anything away from Chelsea, you can't take anything away from Real Madrid. I mean, they're, 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 those goals they scored for one, they were not controversial. Okay, and, and the goal that and, and the goal that was uh, like that, you know, and, and I'm gonna pull it up right now because I actually want to get to the bottom of that, kind of mixing it up. But yeah, now as far as Thomas Tuchel goes, look, whatever this whole thing about the referee, but but still, you know, even some of the sources are saying uh, that. Um, well, he okay. He was slamming the referee. Okay, according to Sky Sports, this one right here, the referee was laughing with Real Madrid, with Real Madrid coach Carlo Ancelotti. Hmm. Okay, I guess that does look a little bit suspicious, but yeah. So I understand that Thomas Tuchel is upset that the referee was was laughing, having a laugh with Carlo Ancelotti. I and 
the fact that, that you know Thomas Tuchel and his team they're the defending champions and they got eliminated after the after coughing up the best opportunity to finally to having that four to three uh, aggregate lead. I I understand how frustrating and heartbreaking it is, but but you know it, it, it is what it is, and you know looking at some of the stats, you know from this game too. Um, you know, check this out. <laughs> According to this one, you know, Chelsea four big chances missed. So yeah, I mean, this time they actually they kind of actually Goal.com kind of see things seeing things the way I did. So maybe they were, maybe they were kind of listening listening to what I said on the other the end of the show. Like you know, you, there's more chances that miss than you think. You, you got to double check because in, in the first in the second half, the second of the first leg, Chelsea had at least six big chances missed, but. Overall, Goal.com said that Chelsea had one big chance missed, but again, you know they probably saw it different, which is it, which is fine. Everybody has their opinion, but but again, you know all these missed chances. It's just you know it, it proves that Chelsea was unlucky, and and you know if you want to say that you know and, you know the, the fact is Real Madrid's defense did its job, so Real Madrid again made their own luck. So so according to the stats, you know nine blocks from Real Madrid, eighteen clearances, four saves. Again, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's called creating your own luck. So, again, you, you can't take anything away from Real Madrid. You can't say that they were not deserving of advancing. I mean, hey, you know, it's unfortunate for Chelsea, but hey, Real Madrid extended was, highlights just, presented did their job. So, forgot to mute this. Forgot to mute the video. So we're gonna uh, I gotta pull it up to where that goal that was taken. If I can find, okay, no. I mean, like I said, even that, that particular goal. I mean, Timo Werner went ahead and added a third goal anyway. So, all right, let's. I'm getting close. Okay. Hmm. Well, at first the referee did actually declare it as a goal. I think it was. Yeah, it was Mark. I think it was a uh, Asensio, Marcos Asensio. Hmm. Let me see if I can. Okay, I might have... no, no, it was not Mar- Marco Asensio. Sorry, that's that scored for uh, that supposedly scored for Chelsea, but uh, no line. Let me see if I can find if I can find it. Oh, okay. Well, this one's definitely under like that. Okay. Uh, it was Marcus Alonso. Okay. Okay, it was taken away due to an Invatale handball. Okay. And I, I'm glad I got the name right. It, so. Uh, so now I'm going to actually take a, see if I can take a, a better look at it. Well, you know, well. CBS Sports Colosso, uh, not really providing much in debt. <clears throat> Well, it's definitely uh, it, it, it it's it's definitely unfortunate for uh for Chelsea. There's no doubt about it. But as far as like that, it's uh, man. Okay, well, those four highlights in the last, so maybe I can actually find it here. So, uh, yeah, and a source said that 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 goal was that was taken away was wrong. I mean, again, you know, I haven't seen enough evidence. Evidence to see if, if if it should have been taken away, but I don't know. I mean, hey, it's but, but it doesn't matter. Okay, you know what? It doesn't matter whether whether it should have been or not because Timo Werner went ahead and added a third goal, and and Chelsea should have held on after that. So you know, again, 
it, it was in the seventy fifth minute, and then you know, and then with ten minutes left, it was three nothing. So, so yeah. So basically, we could say whatever we want about that particular goal. You know, Chelsea still could have been up three nothing after that goal, and, and still, you know, and, and if Timo Werner had still had that goal, it would have been four nothing. It probably would have ended different, but, but still, you know. The fact that even after Real Madrid scored and made it 3-1 again, you know, in the closing and, and, and after that, final 10 minutes, Chelsea had two or three more chances to score after that and still actually put put the game away in their favor and that, that didn't happen. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.